Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Well, today, Swifties, we have a very special episode. We have our first guest ever. Woo! <laughs> I don't know why I cheered. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, we have our good friend, Britt, or Brittany. Hello. Or both. Or Brittany. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the song All Too Well for a long time. Like, I'm ready for it. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be like hours. This is going to be a three-hour episode. Sorry about that. Yes. No breaks. No pee breaks. I already have to pee. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so before we jump in. Yeah, should we talk about like any Swifty news? Because there are a couple things that have happened. Has there quick. been things that have happened? Because I haven't paid enough attention. Well, just um, there's a new song coming out for oh, the right. for that the movie book movie yeah the book movie where the crawdads <laughs> do you think <laughs> yep where the crawdads sing i don't know why that was one. a mouthful you know what yeah. sucks is that i avoided reading that book um because it's one of those like bestsellers that like middle-aged moms read yeah because <laughs> that's how i judge books and those kinds of books don't really appeal to me so i avoided reading it well you gotta read this it whole now. time yeah, I mean, it turns I'm out I'm going to have to. I yeah. read it. You did? Did you like it? Was yeah, it good? I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I want to read it. All right. Well, maybe I'll change my tune and give it a shot. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear the song. Yeah. It sounds very like Lana Del Rey. So yeah. And I, what, either Lana or Jack Antonoff posted a picture of Lana and Jack and Taylor. And so is that teasing a collab? <gasps> a Lana Taylor collab would be awesome. So, I'd be here for to speculate about that. Um, <laughs> did anyone watch the Grammys? No. Mm-mm. I forgot until like 9.30 that night. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the Grammys. And I went to watch them on Paramount Plus, which is where they said I could watch it for free. And I was bamboozled. And they were trying to make me buy like a premium account. And oh, I was not gonna so you couldn't even watch it. Oh, man. So, well, I suffered. <laughs> And figured out how to watch it in a very complicated way and really wasn't worth it. It was really stupid. And Taylor didn't even show up. So Yeah, well that was the thing. Like what a power I was move. Yeah. I wasn't really interested in any of the performances that like too much. Yeah. Like I, I wanted pretty terrible, the ones I saw. Yeah, I would have loved to see Billy, but I don't know. Yeah, I missed hers and she was looking real cute with her um Taylor Hawkins shirt. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that, I mean, that kind of leads to the other news, the fact that Evermore did not win. Imagine that. I know. Not a big surprise there, but, you know, Evermore never getting the recognition it deserves. Right. Well, I was more surprised that Olivia Rodrigo did not win. Yeah, I definitely thought she was going to sweep. I mean, she did get, what, three? Three Grammys? Something like that. She got Best New Artist. Yeah. Okay, not to talk about the Grammys anymore, but St. Vincent winning Best Alternative Album with her worst album? when jubilee is right there i know right i know i was disappointed but i mean i did try to listen to the album again it's it's pretty good but yeah jubilee should have won yeah for real japanese breakfast jay brecky (laughs) okay sorry to ramble about this (laughs) i'm here for it i drank this tea and now i'm excited i've been excited (laughs) for days let's get to know brit well good because (laughs) we have a lot of questions for you oh boy i'm ready so welcome Britt thank you welcome it's good to be here it's weird talking into this mic I feel like I'm (laughs) conducting an ASMR podcast I'm sorry (laughs) 
<laughs> you are. Sorry, my name is Brittany. Turns out you I are. just really like Taylor Swift. Just I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some brief uh, lit sounds for you. Edit that out. That was stupid. Why Whatever. could you actually do this for a job? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen no, will not edit it. out anything you specifically ask her to edit out. Believe me, no, I've tried. I'll be the one not. thing that gets put on the spotlight. <laughs> That'll exactly. be the cold open. <laughs> Basically. Maybe Britt will help us be funny. Oh, I, I'm counting on that. Even though your Harry Styles impression was hilarious. That was great. Last that, week. <laughs> I was here for that. Maybe he'll come back out today. Oh, well, it's Swifty adjacent news, but Harry did announce a new album. Oh, true. So, yes. His new song is really good. I love it. Hello, I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> I have a new album. <laughs> Harry's house. <laughs> it's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out. Also, May? Harry's house is also a name of a Joni Mitchell song. So coincidence, the I think. That. Mm-hmm. Wow, there you go. I'm it obsessed. always comes full circle, one way or the other. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Brittany. So, I mean, I guess we need to talk about your Swifty journey, right? Yeah. I mean, would that be the first thing? Sure, Let's I think do it. so. So, yeah, I mean, because on the first episode, we kind of talked a lot about our Swifty journeys and like what got us into Taylor Swift, the first Taylor Swift song we heard. Very specific memories. Yeah, specific memories. Kind of like all too well. Yeah. Where she details very specific memories. Yeah. So that's what this is about. So I guess tell us about your journey. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) I have a history with Taylor like everyone else our age probably has. We're all in the same age group. Probably true. So it's like going through teenage hormones, pressures. In a way, we all just grew up together at the same time. So I was 14. It's so true. Yeah. I was 14 when our first album came out. And that was like towards the end of my country music obsession. So it, you know. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I I did like Teardrops on My Guitar and uh, You Belong With Me. Those were classics. those Those were classics. Everybody loves classics. Yeah. But nothing really like hit me until back to December. And then I was like, okay, I'm listening. Iconic. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Roped me in. One of my faves personally Mm -hmm. as well. Yes. Roped me in. And I was listening ever since. But then Red hit. And, you know, of course, that's the goat in my opinion. Yeah. I remember (sighs) you – which I think I mentioned this before. I don't know if you knew I was talking about you. I did. But I remember when you told oh, – okay. I think I said your name. <laughs> but I remember when you texted me about that album. You're like, you got to listen yes. to Red. Yes. And it was like – I mean, I was like, maybe. But then I like forgot. You're like, something. <laughs> Who's Taylor Swift anyway? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. We all like go through the <laughs> stage in our life where we're like, ugh, Taylor Swift. But then we come right back to loving her. Why I don't know why that? we do that. I did the same thing. It's so – yeah. Everyone has done I it. Know. And anyone who thinks that they hate Taylor Swift at this point – are they're just out of touch and yeah, exactly i completely agree <laughs> yeah i saw just side point i saw this article i don't know how i stumbled upon it when i was like doing research the other day but it was um i wish i could even remember the site i should have copied the link but it was someone from this site like writing an article about like it's it's time to stop being embarrassed by liking taylor swift's fearless exactly <laughs> and it was like Amen. an entire article about that and how like no one takes her seriously because she's a swifty and she used to kind of roll her eyes and make fun of people and then like but actually, like, she's good. So, yes. Anyway, it was – yeah, yeah, we all we know that feel. Mm-hmm. We can all relate. Yes. Yes. And I think we've – you guys have talked about this before in past episodes, but this album was, like, her transitioning 
album and it just hit at a time in my life when I was transitioning into a different phase of my life too. So it just kind of, I don't know, it just hit personally. I took it so personal. I was going through a painful breakup and there was the red album and then there was an Adele album. And it's like, I'm not going to act like I didn't just scream, cry the songs (laughs) in my car constantly. You appreciate this album the way that we wish we could have. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the fact that you exactly. were actually like going through like the breakup during like that is that's awesome. That's what a true Swifty does. I mean, I'm sorry that you had to go <laughs> no, through the breakup, no. but it's yeah, like I I feel it in the depths in in the deepest parts of me. I feel the words hit yeah. as cheesy as yeah. that sounds. I definitely I definitely no, feel it. And no, and to have Taylor right there with you, yeah. knowing that she went through the same yes. thing, like that's that's pretty incredible. Yes. Yep. Yes. I love that. I mean, yeah, I am sorry that you went through such a painful time, but... Oh, it's fine. I can talk about it now. In fact, you have a few tidbits of information throughout our discussion. And it gets gets personal. It gets deep. Uh But I'm, you know, it's just, it's the the times in your life that mold you. And... Yep. Yeah. That's so true. Then you watch Love Begin Again, some would say, with with your current (laughs) husband, right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. No, that's awesome. <laughs> so, did you remain a fan after Red, like with 1989, Reputation, Lover? Did you love all those, or was there some that, like, you were kind of like, eh, I'm out? Or were you pretty much I, just in? I did for the most part. I mean, I had moments where I wasn't like a huge fan of what she was doing. Uh, I was not like the biggest fan of Reputation, but I loved parts of 1989, Lover, mm-hmm. and then. Obviously, I folklore. folklore. So much yeah, of folklore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is good. Yeah, stuff. she like ascended to another plane. She with did. Folklore and she did. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like the people that didn't take her seriously this whole time, they suddenly started taking her seriously. Exactly. Like, we're sitting over here like, she's been this good the whole the time, time, guys. Yep. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we were just like them for a minute where we forgot. I know, but, I know. We you know, all went yeah. through phases. We came back. We came back. But just like, it's time to stop being embarrassed about, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I've had moments, but I've never not appreciated her lyrics. I've always appreciated her lyrics and the fact that she's good at what she does. Yes. She writes about what she knows yes. and that's what every artist does. And she's made a name for herself. And it's like, I'd like to see someone else go out there and make a name for themselves and write songs and become exactly. a pop icon. Like you yeah. do that. So yeah. yeah, that's true. I feel like we all have it in common that we kind of fell off around reputation. Yeah. 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 But I mean, however, I mean, I have talked about this a little bit, but I revisited Reputation years later and I stand. I feel like that's almost I'm what made you a Swifty again. I mean, it really is because, yeah, I fell off big time. And then, yeah. yeah, it wasn't until the the concert on Netflix that I was like, oh, she's still this good. Yeah. It's funny because like the, the Swifty fandom or whatever you want to call it, like love Reputation. So did they? It, or it seems like they're that's like one of her top albums. It for seems a lot of pretty. People. I feel like it's pretty divisive amongst yeah. Swifties. Yeah, all over. Yeah. Well, you know what, Swifties that are listening, email us at swiftiesanonymous or, at gmail dot com, or write a comment on our Instagram that we now have. <laughs> yeah, DM us. We or finally did us. it. We now finally made an Instagram news. We finally made an Instagram. We've come into the twenty first century. <laughs> I just followed it. I love it. I'm here for Thank it. Thank you. Yep. 
Awesome. I support it. Thank you. Women supporting women. That's right. Gotta love it. That's right. <laughs> now, Taylor, if you could just follow us. I know she has zero followers, but if we could be her first. I mean, she has, she follows zero people. Right, that's what right. I meant to say. Oh, yeah. She's like, going to follow us and nobody else. Not even her own no, boyfriend. Not even just, Joe. Nope. <laughs> She'll like his pictures right away, but no. So immediately. Like, it's almost like she has people to do that for her. Mm, almost. Mm. She's got those post notifications on. So... Brittany, if you were to tell us what are like your top five Taylor songs or maybe just your top, I don't know, some of your top, top three I don't know, or yeah. To, yeah. So I thought about this for a long time because I think this is a tough okay. question. I It, it is, is a tough question. Yes. It started with Back to December and All Too Well. Those are mm-hmm. just my top mm-hmm. two. And then like I said, uh, just random songs from 1989 and Lover. Folklore, I'd have to go back and and like really, really think about it. But those are just the two in my head. I, I can't narrow it down yeah. to folklore. I just loved, I loved all of it. I loved all of it. Yeah. It was so yeah. good. It's really hard to pick a favorite song from folklore, honestly. Yeah, it, like, it, they're it, all so good. It's, yes. a, it's a whole album. Like it's not like a, I can't just listen to one song. Mm-mm. Like if yeah. one comes up on shuffle, then I'm like, oh, well, it turns out it's a folklore day. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so much more than the individual like songs. It's just a piece of art. I know. It really is. It is. It's so good. <laughs> no, that's awesome though. Back to December and All Too Well are <sighs> some devastating Taylor songs. Dare I say Iconic. Yes, I so completely good. agree with you. I also love, I forgot about this one. This is me trying from folklore. <gasps> oh, I, that, I, that one really hits me in the gut. Devastating. I love that one. Yes, that's yeah. the perfect word for it. Devastating. So how come she was able to sum up the entire millennial experience in one song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. Like anyone who was like a gifted and talented kid in school and then graduated and was like oh <laughs> oh so this true. is life now okay i can't so afford true. a house i'm not gifted and talented at life <laughs> just because i can you know have okay reading skills <laughs> yeah it's so true oh anyway we don't have time to unpack all that but <laughs> so you asked me what my favorite album is right yes i i think i have to say red because of what it meant to me however i I love Taylor's version of Red now more so than mm-hmm. I ever did the original. And then Folklore is like the one underneath that. So just yeah. and then, it, the Red was the start <laughs> of her change. She continued to change and grow. And I feel like it was her best work started with that album and just went from there. We love to see yeah. it. I mean, how many artists can say that they have stayed like relevant and has put out like nine amazing albums. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's real. So true. Anyway. Now, does Taylor's version of Red hit different because of the vault tracks also? Is that what really sends it? Yes. Yeah. For me, yes. I love I agree. the vault tracks. <laughs> They're so good. They're ridiculous. They're so good. Yeah. It's like not even fair. Mm-hmm. Like you had these sitting in the vault. I know. You deprived the world of this <laughs> for 10 years. I know. I remember you sending... You sending me like the screenshot of nothing new with like the crying emoji yes. <laughs> after it came that was out. oh my oh same I'm pretty sure I cried <laughs> listening to that song for the first time and then forever winter uh, yeah I, I oh my gosh I, 
I don't know. That one just when that she one, says that one steps on my heart yes. every time. When, when she says I can the barely line get through that's it. like live my life scared to death, he'll decide to leave instead. I, I just it I I like I that punched me in the face. That's so good. You just saying yeah. that like legitimately gave me chills. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I have chills. Just thinking about that time. song like makes me it makes me like tear up just a tiny bit. I can't even think about that song. Yeah. Oh. So as someone who listened to Red a lot when it came out, do you tell a lot of difference between Taylor's version and the original? As far as like vocals and like even like the instruments and stuff like that, like we talked about the drums, yes, the Max Martin um, songs. So I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree with what you guys have already said about it. I think State of Grace, the drums, they're you're right. They're they're like steely in the new in the new version in her version. I'm not a huge fan of yeah. the of like the the steely version, but everything else, she sounded younger originally obviously because she was younger mm-hmm. and she's just grown yeah. so much even vocally it just i don't know taylor's version sounded it just it was new and fresh and i think it was a little bit indicative of her turning over a new leaf as well just sort of readdressing mm-hmm. the problems that 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 she went through with those albums but with closure now that's how i viewed it and yeah that's yeah how I, that's awesome yeah that's yeah exactly it. And like, it's the same thing too with Fearless Taylor's version, like looking back on her singing 15 mm-hmm. as a 30 year old, like, you know, right. in that song when she wrote it, she's like, yeah. you know, has the wisdom of a thousand lifetimes. But now it's like her singing it as an adult. It's like even extra. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She has to at least speak now before she turns 33 so she can sing 32 and still grow- growing up now. As a 32-year-old. She has so, to, right? It's got to happen. So, so I have a question, <laughs> another question about Red for you, Brittany. Just because yes. we kind of discussed this, if you had to choose, not to dwell on the negative, but if you had to choose, do you have a least favorite song from Red? Uh, yeah. Or uh, Yes. I, okay. I, 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 okay. Hate, I hate Stay. I hate it. Oh, Stay, Stay, Stay. I'm sorry. I I agree so big. You couldn't think of, of any other words besides the same word so many times in a row it it just it's i don't want to defame her by any means i just that song is not that doesn't hit for me not your favorite no it's not no it's not great no it's not good Mm -mm. i'm sorry it's not i don't get the hate y'all see that's one thing about this (laughs) podcast is that we are (laughs) i love her i get it i totally get it we you're allowed to criticize things that you love. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't mean yes. you don't. That's true. You know, like them. It means that. Yeah. You're allowed. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's and fun we're not talk being mean. About, yeah. I, we're no. trying to. There's all, there's we're just giving our opinion. pros and cons with anything ever. So. Absolutely. It can't all and be she's, great. For all of her amazing songwriting talent, she sometimes does some cringy yes, lyrics. I agree. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it is fine. She's released what, like 180 songs, like or more, <laughs> maybe more. I can't even remember it's, now. I think it's over 200 if is you it, count like the bonuses. Has it hit and over 200? I Dang. think so. Yeah, you would think like out of all those songs, she has a couple misses, and it's fine. Yeah, I just think so stay, stay, stay hits. just was on the wrong album. I think it should have been on Speak. That now. makes sense. That makes sense but, to me. I mean, it doesn't really fit, but just like the the um, I don't know. 
Just the way it I sounds. I think she should have sonically. just sold it to JCPenney for a commercial and called it a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the truth is uh. coming out about this song. Sale, sale, sale. What would what would JCPenney so, say? I don't. They could just use the music itself, like the xylophone, yeah, uh, or whatever. And they didn't even need the lyrics. They could have just used the background music. <laughs> So do uh, we have more to talk about on the journey or should we take a little break? Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add? Favorites, least favorites, controversial opinions? I've got... Hot takes? No, I think that I think I'm good on, on, on the general overall thing. Most of my opinions are for the song okay. itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And we want to so, hear your stories too. So definitely. Sweet. So yeah, let's take a little break. And this is going to be a long one. So buckle up, Swifties. Yeah. Make sure you really get your tea and settle in coffee ready to power yeah. through this. <laughs> Speaking to the audience and us. Right. Yes. Might need a tea refill. Welcome back, Swifties. That was bad too. Kill me. Um, <laughs> I won't. So as you know, because you clicked on this episode in your podcasting app, this episode is about All Too Well. Track five. We've been waiting for this moment we for have. so long. All 20 episodes before this have really just led to this moment. That's true. Yeah. And we might we might not have anything left to talk about after this episode. We might just be done. We might just call it a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I literally well. wrote that in my notes. I wrote, I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, this this is the track five to end all track fives. Taylor's true. magnum it opus. Is. I mean, well, I, I assume everyone who's listening is familiar with track five. We've talked about it every other track five. Well, but define it just in case. It is um, usually where Taylor puts her most emotionally vulnerable song, I guess you would say. Track five. I would say that. Yeah. And some of her best work. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely true of this song. So should we just dive into a little bit of background? Yeah, about- let's start with the background and see where it takes us. Okay. So just talking about when Taylor wrote this song, um, this was apparently the first song she wrote for Red while on the Speak Now World Tour. So that was two, two years before the album was even released. Wow. And, yeah. And she collaborated with good old Liz Rose who she had um, co-written a lot of songs with. And Liz helped trim the song from the original 10-minute length, never heard of that before, I'm sure, (laughs) to down to five minutes. Um, And it was cool because this was the first time they'd collaborated in a long time. And apparently this is the last song they collaborated on. So oh wow, it's perfect. Um, So there was an interesting uh, interview with Liz where she talks about Taylor calling up um, about the song and how Taylor had all this information and she said I just let her go she already had a melody she started singing some words and I started writing things down saying okay let's use that let's use this <laughs> so um, and then she said that it was the most emotional in-depth song we've ever written which I would agree yeah. I mean yeah at it least up be, until this point yeah I mean for sure it, it may still be the most emotional in-depth song Taylor's mm-hmm. ever written I don't know possibly I don't know not to jump <laughs> ahead too far but I would say my tears ricochet, yeah, guys. That was, oh, yeah. True, true. 
True. But but so, that's another that's a different era <laughs> altogether. So, I mean, without like diving into the lyrics too much, mm-hmm. the songwriting. I mean I can't even. I how, how does she do it? It's like like perfect cathartic songwriting, freezing moments in time. Yeah. Like, oh, she paints the yeah. whole thing as a be- like a snapshot. Yeah, the, the best yeah. picture with with her words. It's yeah. Oh. Yeah. So um just to kind of summarize a little bit more about this. I guess this is after a sixth sixth month writing drought. That's crazy. She said. Mm-hmm. So imagine all that like bottled up in oh. her, I guess, after the breakup or whatever. Um, and she said, there's this kind of bad that gets so overpowering, you can't even write about it. And um, when you feel pain that is so far past dysfunctional, that leaves you with so many emotions that you can't filter them down to simple emotions to write about. That's when you know you really need to get it out. So, so wow. true. It yeah. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> and to think this is really just like, at this point, as far as we know, it was only like a three month long relationship, <laughs> give or take. Yeah, true. You know, to have that much intensity in just a short amount of time like mm-hmm. oh i know yeah so she's like has all these emotions bottled up and she even said that it was very difficult for her to write emotionally and it sounds like she basically was just ranting mm-hmm. for like 20 minutes yeah <laughs> okay so not to get too well too well <laughs> all to too well to, all, all too far into the 10 minute version which we don't have time to unpack today do you think she definitely did not write the 10 minute version that we know today in that writing session true from from what it seems like she was just yeah. ranting and then it was kind of trimmed down from there like yeah it had more verses that were the same and there could have been some lyrics that she saved but we can all agree <laughs> It's different. That 10 minute version was not the 10 minute version. Yes. Yeah. And she she said like that day when she um, just kind of walked into rehearsal and, you know, was doing her thing. I guess one of the sound guys had recorded it and gave her the disc. So um, that's the story I've heard. Yeah. That's uh, that's the the fable. Oh, so So, here's some weird um, like not Taylor, but Swifty lore is that I've heard that. Um, at one point, Andrea Swift, Taylor's mom, was talking about the writing of the song, and she said that this recording of the song took place during the Fearless wor- World Tour, which what? she just misspoke. Oh. Yeah. She just got, she just said Fearless. Oh, okay. She meant Speak Now. And so Swifties were like going crazy thinking it's about that. Jim Jonas. <laughs> yeah, thinking that it was about someone different or that they had dated secretly long before this. Like, All right, calm down. Mm-mm. Swifties need to just like take a chill yes. pill. Like someone can say the wrong words at some point, and they will just run with it. And yeah. and also, yes, and Swifties really will just run with something and demand it on Twitter <laughs> until it comes about. AKA the ten minute version of All Too Well. <laughs> yeah, there was actually in the like Lover journals or whatever was it? Lover? Yeah, they yeah there was like little pe- before the ten minute version got released. Obviously, there was like pieces from the journal. Where she wrote the lyrics, and there were yeah. some different lyrics. Exactly. By the way, going back to the mm-hmm. original. So anyway, anyway, I'm taking this to on a left turn that was unnecessary. No, I, I like I, it. any opportunity to call out Swifties for being wild. It's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> it's good content. It's all good. And she said, like something I found funny was when she first was ranting slash writing the song she just spat out the line or maybe liz rose said this taylor just spat out the line and you call me up again just to break me like a promise so casually cool in the name of being honest imagine just spitting out that line imagine just saying those words exactly (laughs) and not knowing where it was gonna take you Mm -hmm. yeah 
Oh. So anyway, that's Can I mean, you imagine that being such a lyrical genius. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine imagine being a lyrical genius. <laughs> I got honey on my phone. <laughs> so I'm suffering over here. <laughs> so maybe we should move into some fun facts and personal anecdotes for the song because I think we kind of discussed the background. I mean, yeah. So do you all remember when you first heard the song? Yes. <laughs> do you remember where you were and how you felt? I, <laughs> I I'm pretty know. sure I heard it on the radio first. <clears throat> and I, I was... Really? I, I think I did. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been 10 what, years. Ten years? Yeah. It wasn't a single, though, unless the radio just went rogue and decided to well, play. Maybe, I mean, they sometimes do that. it wasn't I think. the radio. I'm honestly... It could have been. Honestly, I, I'm not fact-checking your memories. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember having the album. Like, I got a... Someone burnt me a copy of it. Oh, my uh, friend. My friend burnt me iconic. a copy of the CD. And um, at the time, I was working um, for different daycares, and I would have long drives to all my daycare mm. spots. And I just, all day, all day that album played. And it was, I mean, awesome. a perfect driving exactly. album. Exactly. And yeah, I was the, I was the scream crier that just <laughs> belted the words with such enthusiasm. And I would dare say that you were probably the target audience for this. I think I was. Album I think I was. as a whole. Yeah. I mean, we probably were too. We were blind fools at the time. So. Yeah, we were <laughs> not true. We were dumb. <laughs> we were too busy. Is. Like I don't know what we were listening to at the time, but we missed out big time. Did Did anyone watch her um, Grammy performance of the song that she oh, she performed yeah, it on the fifty sixth on the Grammys annual Grammy Awards January twenty fourteen? Gosh, so so I definitely yeah. didn't watch it like live or anything, but I watched no. it after the fact. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> That is such yeah. an emotional performance. I know. It's so it's so good. I don't know what else to say about it, but it's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. just that good. Oh, also her performance, her like acoustic performance on um the Reputation Tour on Netflix. Oh, yes. It's yes. ridiculous. Anytime she just plays it with a piano or a guitar, it's like beautiful. It just sends me to another dimension. It's Plane just of existence. so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah and that kind of reminds me of kind of one of the fun facts that i found which I, it, it was i think she kind of says this on the reputation tour if i remember but basically at this point the song has two lives in her brain like basically the one life where the song was born out of catharsis and venting and trying to get over something obviously this breakup or whatever and trying to process it and then the one basically with the memories of the fans screaming it and getting the lyrics tattooed on them oh. and stuff so she says that the fans changed the song for her which is cool so that's yeah, why, yeah. yeah, people need to calm down when it like, you know, after she re-released it and released the 10-minute version. And everyone's before. harassing. Yeah, it's like, it's not about the person right. who it's about, which we haven't gotten into yet, so I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I don't know when we're getting into that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's so much Someday. to unpack here. I don't think the song is about anyone. I think no, it's just... I think it's an amalgamation <laughs> of all her, her boyfriends up to this point. <laughs> now, that's a hot take. I'm, we'll get death threats for oh, that one. Oh, boy, for sure. yeah. <laughs> can't touch taylor's personal oh, life yeah this is why we don't have a twitter because we don't want yeah you know, instagram's bad enough we don't want death threats on twitter <laughs> yeah and i really liked rob sheffield from rolling stone one of my favorite writers Our resident swifties yeah 
<laughs> said um, about the song that it isn't really a song about a boy. Never was. It's about a girl, her piano, her memory, and her refusal to surrender her most painful secrets, even when it's tempting to forget. Mm. I love that. Ouchie. I mean, what it, a it, spoken. it definitely was about a boy, but yeah. it was. It was about yeah, a boy. Yeah, but it's so much point, more than yeah. that. It's yeah, it's it's grown so much more yes, than that. Yes, it has. So. Yeah. So Brittany. Yes. As someone who listened to the song <laughs> when you were going through a difficult time, yeah. how did that feel? Was it like just sums up everything that you couldn't put into words yourself? Or yeah, tell essentially, me about it. <laughs> I mean, it was a little the, the situations were different in that I was not necessarily reflecting on the good or longing of that relationship. I'm not saying she longed for it, but I needed out of a toxic relationship. I didn't want to look back mm-hmm. and think on the good. It was only toxicity left and I had to run away from it. So there's a difference there. But um, yeah, it was just kind of surreal. You hear the words and you're going through it at the same time and it just makes sense in your head. And I could never say what she's saying. I could never put those words out there or say it in the same way or it had the same effect. So yeah, it was just a little so surreal. Yeah. Yeah, because like she is looking back with like some longing, but it's also mm-hmm. like she knows that it probably wasn't good, mm-hmm. but she's kind of idealizing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at my notes because they're, you know, kind of all over the place <laughs> and related to each line. Oh, please. So I've got like lines of of the like, you know, what my, what my favorite lyrics are and like what's attached to it, the history behind it. Um, But yeah, I just think that ultimately, you know, her being younger than he was and whatever difficulties come with that. I mean, it's not just, oh, I don't want to jump ahead. I don't want to jump ahead. (laughs) There's just so much more than that. There's just so much more. Yeah. Small fact, uh, another connection in my brain on the album. She does that song with the guy from Snow Patrol, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I actually love that song so much. But Chasing Cars was mine and my ex's song. Gag nasty. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I, what a song. I know. And I went to a Snow Patrol <laughs> and Plain White Tees concert uh the year I graduated. What? Yeah. Wow. That's the I'm most jealous. That's the most two thousand lineup wow, I've right? ever heard. Like and it 2008, was, maybe. It I don't was know. The that's ultimate true. Two thousand yeah, experience. Oh man. Um it was a lot of fun. But like hearing I hearing the album and then getting to that song where I hear his voice, I'm like, oh, this is just another stab in my chest. Yeah. Reminder. Man, that's intense. Yeah, it it was intense. Well, at least you didn't see the temper trap. (laughs) Another band that's very heavily uh, referenced on this album. Ah, Heavily. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe we should talk a little bit about like who the song's about since we haven't really touched on that. I guess we could kind of dive into Taylor and discuss that a little bit. Yeah, let's get Taylor. And then, yeah. I mean, many people would agree it's not very controversial that this song is probably about her breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Um, Just a guess. Just a little guess. There's lots of references. Um, She talks about the upstate trip to New York in autumn, Mm -hmm. which is where and when her and Jake were heavily photographed together. Mm -hmm. Um, So they dated in the fall of 2010. I, th- I think they met at SNL. Oh. I saw like they met at SNL, but also like Gwyneth Paltrow like set up this dinner where they like kind of got to know each other. So that's kind of interesting. interesting. I did not know that. Quickly, when you said something about them being photographed together a lot, I was looking at some of those pictures. She yes. looks so young. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, in those pictures. Is. She is a baby. Yep. And he is a grown yes. man. And I'm just like, he was nine years girl. older than her. <sighs> and he looks so yeah. much older. And and she was only 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't know anything at 20. No, yeah, 29. Yeah. I'm telling that to my my 20 year old self. Like, oh, honey. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. Oh, honey. You're going to learn so much. <laughs> and obviously, like, she was totally enamored with him. Mm-hmm. She, oh my gosh. I mean, she looks so, like, in love with him in those pictures. I'm like, yeah. Oh. And I guess that was kind of, well, I guess it's kind of diving into the lyrics a little bit. But when she talks about, uh, like, getting lost in translation, I kind of feel like that's kind of what that mm-hmm. means. Like, he was viewing it as, like, a fun thing. And she, I don't know, that could just yeah. be one interpretation, but she and was also, like, I think it's a, a movie reference as well, but well, that's true. <laughs> and also, yeah, the, the age difference doesn't, doesn't help as far as, you know, where they are in their lives and what's the maturity level. Exactly. And, and yeah. He should have known. Yeah. Like if you're like, I'm 30 now and three years difference, is not really that big of a deal. But when you're that young, no. your entire personality changes within three years so different and yeah whatever he saw the relationship as was clearly different than whatever expectations right she had yeah yeah and i think that definitely i think this might be reading a little bit too much into it but i think there was a level of manipulation there because he was older you don't just there always, there always has, has to, be. to be there was with me so i just feel <laughs> oh, no. i feel like that's you know, part of my yeah. stories, but and any listeners that maybe you know have an age gap, not not, not that it always it applies, does not no, always but apply there that are way. exceptions, in these, absolutely. In yes. Some situations, yes. And when anyway. you're older, an age gap is not. It's not no, that big yeah. of a deal. It's not, yeah, it's like yeah. If they were to date now, mm-hmm. you know, no, when they were dating now, deal. like mm-hmm. yeah, no, no one would bat an eye because it wouldn't because the maturity levels. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't change that much probably from. 30 to 40, right, I imagine. Right. But yeah. just changing from like 19 to 26, mm-hmm. like that's a big, I mean, so, we've all been 18 to 20 year old girls. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot and different. how, think about how easily manipulated <laughs> you are. Exactly. Ew, I just butchered that word. Easily manipulated you are yep. at that age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a level yeah. of narcissism that comes with it if you're, if you're an older guy, I'm not, this doesn't apply to everyone, but this is what I felt for him. Like, I feel like he was just like, I'm older than Mm -hmm. you and I don't really need to take this seriously. Or, you know, I'm, I know better than you even. I just, because you're a young girl and you're just idealizing this relationship. Yeah. An older guy loves (laughs) me and you probably respect, you know, whatever he's done in his life up to that point. And you're just starting out. And so to to be shot down, that's a major blow to your self-confidence. For sure. Yeah. And like her even, you know, looking back at the song, re-recording it, doing the 10-minute version, you know, she it's like over the relationship, mm-hmm. but whatever hurt she got yeah. is still, you know, that it affects yeah, her 10 years later. Carries. Like she's not necessarily blaming him for it, um, yeah. even though he, you know, he should be held mm-hmm. responsible. But Swifties, <laughs> don't bully Jake, Mm-mm. please. Um, but... <laughs> But, you know, it, that pain does not go away. Like, no, you're always going to remember how you were exactly. treated. And it happens, especially if it's young and it's you're at, it's an influential age yeah. and you're just easily molded. It's yeah, you just it sticks yes. with you that that molds the person you become, the experiences yep. that you have when you're young. I agree. It just it does. So, Brittany, that in your situation, when you were listening to the song, so the the person that you were breaking up with or going to break mm-hmm. up with, was he older? Yeah. He was he was oh, okay. three years older mm-hmm. than me, which again oh, yeah, doesn't that's what he said. sound okay. mm-hmm. like not- that big of a deal, but I was young. 
And yeah, he was, I was underage when he was dating me. And it just, I just, you, you just don't know yourself. And no. yeah, he had already been carrying out a job, whereas I was still in high school. And it just things, just life differences. Yeah, it's a big difference when you're 17, yeah. 21. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It made a difference. Well, back to the, to the Jake Taylor um, relationship. Oh, right. Which this is kind of Taylor. She doesn't directly mention it in this song, but. I guess kind of the demise of the relationship was probably around the time of her 21st birthday in December when he stood her mm-hmm. up. We so, can guess that yeah, based yeah. on things we know now. <laughs> yeah, not, not to dive too much into the 10-minute version, but um, and the vault tracks, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so there's something else we need to talk about that has become a pop culture icon or phenomenon, okay. and that's the scarf. The, the scarf. scarf. So... <laughs> To dive into this Taylor a little bit about the scarf. So <laughs> the big question is like, where's the scarf? <laughs> um, which, first of all, do you guys think that the scarf is real? He still has a scarf? Someone has the scarf? Or is the scarf a symbol I think it's, or a metaphor? I think it's real. I think it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's a I real scarf. Totally no, I, I think it's totally realistic to believe that he held on to a piece of memorabilia from her, whether or not... Or worse... He didn't care enough to like keep her stuff and he and just wore yeah, it. like it just got lost in yeah. the shuffle and whether or not oh were there pictures of him mm-hmm. wearing the scarf mm-hmm. later? Yeah, there's oh, a picture yeah. and she had it like it's like that navy scarf it's with like white plaid. stripes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like the red no, one that no. she's used with the new right. branding or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe yeah, he may have not even realized it's Which hers is even because worse of a blow. Yes, That's even I know. Ten times more painful. It is worse because yeah, to think that you know she's thinking of him mm-hmm. in this way, and he's like, oh, it's just a scarf that I mm-hmm. found. Yeah. Come on. But the thing about the scarf, obviously it's a real thing, but which some people say, oh, it's just a metaphor. But I do kind of like the idea, like someone said, it's a metaphor. The parts of ourselves we give to the people we That's love. That's true. Which I that thought was kind of, I like that. I mean, yeah. I like that. That just shows like Taylor's songwriting. Like, obviously yeah. she probably is talking about something specific, but even if you didn't have a scarf in your relationship, mm-hmm. it's still like symbolic it's and still, you can yeah. relate to it. So Absolutely. that's so true. Even see in my case, I didn't, she references getting the stuff back and I didn't get my stuff back. So it was either kept in a similar situation or discarded, which makes you feel Ugh. like not only did you get rid of my things and even bother to give them back to me, you didn't care about my feelings either. You just discarded my feelings yeah. and just threw them wow. away. Yeah. That is worse. Away. Yeah. So I, I see both sides of the realism and then the yeah. metaphorical. Yeah. It's both. It's both. It's both. It's honestly she's a both. good songwriter. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm here just for a fun little thing about the scarf, which most people <laughs> – think i mean obviously in the in the um lyric she talks about it but the general consistent consensus is that the scarf was originally lost at maggie gyllenhaal's house which is jake's sister mm-hmm. um and she was asked about the scarf in a oh, 2017 interview that's um, honestly so embarrassing yes, uh, yes. like <laughs> i know um these people have completely different totally. lives like, i know she's like what are you people. talking about <laughs> yeah and so when andy cohen asked her um, she said that she has no idea where the scarf is and did not understand why people were asking her about it until he explained the lyrics or whatever so kind of funny um oh that's funny and embarrassing mm-hmm. for everybody yeah it is but it goes back to i guess that was kind of the start of the relationship was what taylor's probably talking about in the song is they spent thanksgiving 2010 with jake's family at i think it was at maggie gyllenhaal's house so yeah 
There you go. There it is. Wow. That's a little that's a little scarf so Taylor. <laughs> so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the scarf has really just become a symbol now and it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether or not I mean, we all agree there's a scarf. Whether or not someone has the scarf or if it's just in storage somewhere, just got lost. Yeah. It was there. It's uh, not even about the mm-hmm. scarf anymore. It's not you know. about the it scarf. It was rare. It was it there. It was rare. It was <laughs> I rare. remember it. All too well. Uh, well, let's dig into the lyrics, right? Yeah, I'm ready it's for the lyrics. Get your part. shovels ready. We're digging. We're going into digging. The lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Go into oh, the trenches of these lyrics because I don't even know where to begin with these. I don't um, know where to begin. I'll just say this. I don't know if I speak for all of us when I say um, these lyrics are so good. <laughs> So good. Unpopular opinion here, but yeah, I don't need to be controversial. But <laughs> these lyrics are really good. I mean, where do you even start? So I don't. Let me just walk st- through the door. Start by saying, please, what you don't like. Please do first, because most likely it's very small in comparison to what we do like. I do not like what don't we? The like? magic's not here no more. <laughs> I never even bothers thought about that. my brain. I love little grammar mistakes in Taylor's lyrics. It's just <laughs> it like, is like it's a little more like country, which yeah. than the rest of the you song know, is subtle nod to where she started. I get it. I just I can't sure. handle the that it magic's just, not here. It just really bothers my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true because everything else is so like crisp yes. and it's written so, so well. well. That's the yes. one thing. Oh man. Oh no, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, now. Oh. and it was. That's the only thing. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it could be man. done. Yeah, magic's not here no more. I've never really thought well, about my least favorite part. Actually, I do have a least favorite part, but it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with the lyrics. Oh, tell um, me. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of just the music. Like it's just kind of bland. <laughs> Just kind of the copy and paste um, country pop. Like, I don't, I like the pew, 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 pew. Like, that's yeah. fine. But the, at the end where like the drums and the guitar comes in, I just find it kind of, it just doesn't fit the song. You know, it kind of takes away a little bit for me. That's why I love when she plays it acoustic on her piano mm-hmm. or guitar, or whatever, really lets the lyrics shine. That's just my one complaint. I do, I do appreciate all, that. How dare you? <laughs> Number one, how dare you? It's just not. No, I do love her because especially now the ten minute version, like version, Mm -hmm. yeah, the Jack Antonoff treatment where it's like, oh, it's so ethereal. Like I feel like I wish we had like a five minute version of that. Mm -hmm. I see what you mean. I I understand that. Yeah, because it's just so it's like uninspired is how Mm -hmm. I would describe it. Especially how strong this song is. Mm -hmm. Why did they give it the bland? It deserved a little country pop treatment. But then there's also yeah, in the beginning it just starts slow, and then there was the pause. Yes, and I loved the pause, and then you know the introduction of like the drums, and I feel like that fit the Mm -hmm. theme and the intensity of how she feels while she's singing it. She starts off reflecting on true the the good parts of the relationship, or just you know the the memories, you know the refrigerator light. We all love that line, Um, and then. And then we started on the refrigerator light. I can't. (laughs) And then it just quote like just dovetails into the the more intense lines. Yeah, it builds in a good way. At least, yeah, the way it builds, I Mm -hmm. love. I just the actual instrumentation itself. I I just, yeah, I just wish it was a little bit. I don't know. I wish it was better. No, that's hey, that's we. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Appreciate your opinion, and if we could agree, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I totally it's 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 funny because like you focus so much on lyrics that yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. usually I just ignore 
the the bland music and just focus on the lyrics 90 percent of the time I do that. But it's songs like um like Dear John, it has that like the oh, like, yes. because she's straight Love up it. making yes, fun exactly. of John Mayer. And so it fits so True. well, even though like that kind of music is like whatever, because it fits it, it fits the song, it's like, okay, that was so intentional. Yeah. Yes, I'm here for it. But yeah, just with this, I just wish it just had a little more sparkle. Yeah. No, that's but fair. It's, it's yes, not, it's I not get that, that big of a deal, I really. That. And I, I listen to the 10-minute version <laughs> most of the time anyway oh, now. Absolutely. So, so I just I just have to say, like, I mean, it's the same things we say all the time, but this is like the perfect example of Taylor zooming in on the details, mm-hmm. envisioning yourself there, the scarf, the yeah. autumn leaves, the cold air. And like you know the song is about Jake without her ever exactly. saying it. And she's never admitted it in an Mm-mm. interview. And it's just yeah, it's amazing. It's Iconic. Just it's done it's so just, well. It really is. The delivery is great. I love it. Oh, the delivery. The delivery. Oh my God. Don't even Don't get even me started. Get so yes, not to jump ahead too many verses, but I'll do it. Wind in my hair. I was there. <laughs> Like I was, I, I was there. Yeah. Like right, right now. How, how did you put me in that moment? You know, I like, am there. Too, yeah. In fact, <laughs> almost ran the red. <laughs> oh man, what is up with oh. reckless driving? Oh, sorry, that's a sorry. Too soon. Too soon. Go ahead, Brittany. What do you love? Oh, so tell many me more. Things. So so many things. I like where she says, maybe we got lost in translation. Maybe I asked for too much. It's the classic (sighs) breakup like reflection where you're trying to figure out what you did wrong. Mm -hmm. And Mm. self-blame. Yeah, self-blame. Everybody can resonate with that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So it's just – that's with any relationship. I mean, if you get into an argument with somebody you love and you're just always looking at it like, what did I do wrong? But – it's obviously way more emotional when it's, you know, this kind of love. Yeah. 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 To go right along with that. So that bridge really reminds me of forever and always where like, she's asking what I did mm-hmm. wrong. And then in the same breath, she's like calling him a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> she does yeah. T- kind of the same thing here where she's like, yeah, maybe I asked for too much. Like, what did or I do? Maybe and then you. a few lines down, <laughs> you uh-huh. you ran scared. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's this that well that's that's the stream of consciousness. Yeah. If you're yes. like you, all these emotions, it's like, is it him? Is mm-hmm. it me? Is it both? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot. So let's just go ahead and put it out there. You break me like a promise. So casually cruel in the name of being honest. Let's do this line. Honestly, spat it out. I can't just, even like think about that line. Like it you just saying it again, I give know, me chills. It's so to the point. I can't. So, so good. It was such a well-written <sighs> emotional line. Just to break me like a promise. What did you say yeah. in the first episode, Kristen? <laughs> you talked about that line. You're like, it eviscerates me or something. Yeah. Oh, yes. It eviscerates yeah. me. <laughs> Honestly, exactly this whole song. The, yeah, this whole song, like, I've listened to it so much that I feel like at some point I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to feel mm-hmm. nothing because I'm like, I'm calloused right. over, right? Oh, no. No, no. Nope. I can get through until, basically until refrigerator light. And then I'm like, okay, I'm here again. No. Yeah. So, so, so when you need to feel something, the refrigerator light. Yeah. Just like the quiet, intimate moment of that. Yes. So everyone's picturing the same thing in their mind's eye or whatever, yes. right? It's like a, a vignette of like the dancing in the kitchen and the refrigerator. Is the refrigerator open? Yes. The refrigerator yes. is That's open. The, refrigerator light? the kitchen's yes. dark. It's got to be. Yeah. And they're yeah. so like they're they're so in love with each other oh. and like caught up in the moment. They don't 
give a crap that the yes. cold air is rushing out of the fridge. And, and maybe like it, the thing is like beeping because it's like the uh, door's been open for too long. You know how it sometimes will beep? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. um, and then, okay, when she says down the stairs, I was mm-hmm. there. In your head, does it? Do you do you zoom out and you see like a staircase right next to the the kitchen? Because that's what I see. I see that, yes. and I also see yes. myself okay. on the stairs oh watching it happen. Oh, weeping. weeping. I'm, I'm watching me Simply watching weeping. them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm oh, watching man. me watching my past self. It's like an out of body yes. experience. Taylor oh. just loves dancing in her house randomly she with sure does. her boys. She sure does. It's such her a mood. Yeah, it is. It is a mood, and it it's is fantastic. like. It's an intimate mm-hmm. moment that's not like, you know, spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's the simple yeah. things. That's a good Yep. Yeah. So story time with the meaning of like what life. <laughs> yeah, of my favorite <laughs> line about, you know, Please. casually cruel in the Are name we getting of being into honest. favorite lines. Oh yeah, let's talk about oh, favorite am I lines. Skipping? Okay. I don't want to skip. No, no. Well that's no. that's the natural progression okay. of the next thing, yeah. right? Kind yeah, of that was good. That was a yeah. good natural progression. So that might that might have to be uh m- my favorite line only because I literally that was reality for me at the time. So Aww. like I I don't know if that's what she's feeling um when she says this was a masterpiece until you tore it up all up. I I don't I don't feel that, like I said, necessarily flashing back to those good moments. It just I had to get out before the rest of my life just yeah. snowballed into badness. So when she says this line, it really hit me because um, I had broken things off and he was fighting it and I wanted to cut contact as one does with a breakup. Of course, um, naturally. And he would not leave me alone. But then there was a silence mm. for a while. And during that time, I began to move forward and recover and whatever. And then I get this six page letter in the mail. Oh gosh. Snail mail? Snail mail. Wow. Does he think it's romantic? Because Who knows? Mm-mm. No, it was Mm-mm. terrible. And he had the worst handwriting. I just remember thinking this is <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever received. So not only oh, no. and then her next line is like I'm I'm crumbled up like a piece of paper. I quite literally received oh, a piece of like, paper that like I threw this piece on of the paper. ground <laughs> out of anger. But yeah, but the whole thing was just like wow. um he was so condescending. He was trashing my family oh. name. And he said he's willing to wait for the old me to come back um, and willing to put the oh past behind us um, if I'm willing to change. Mm-mm. All under the guise no. of honesty, getting things out that he didn't get to say because that was the only way we could start over because in his head we were going to start over. Yikes. Um, was was being honest and and uh, forgiving me. So wow. I don't like to I don't like to throw around the term gaslighting very often because I feel like it's misused. But that's 100 percent. That's 100 percent. Because straight up, if you look at dictionary, there's so much that story. Yeah. We won't get into the details. But yeah. <laughs> well, you dodged a big old bullet. Sure Brittany. Yeah, for real. I sure did. Gosh, for real. Well, you definitely I mean, that is the best explanation I've ever heard for favorite line ever and yeah. how relatable it, it was, is. So it but it's like, even though she means it in a different way, you still related to it, you know, in, in different yeah. ways. Like that's just, mm-hmm. that's just how great she exactly. is at what she does. Anyone exactly. can take yeah. her lines and apply it to what yeah. they're feeling because it's that relatable. Yeah. yeah. Even like a straight up piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> This is how I feel. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Six pieces of paper. <laughs> crumpled Six. Up. Crumpled up. Poorly written pieces of paper. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Ugly pieces. Ugly, of paper. hideous, gross. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, so it, Kristen, we're in favorite lyrics. Is it my mm-hmm. turn? I mean, sure. So my, of course, you call me up again, just bring me like a promise. So casually cruel and name being honest. <laughs> well, I'm going to sound real redundant. <laughs> was, well, that was, that was my runner up. My actual favorite, oh, okay. favorite, I did have a different one because it gets me every time. There we are again in the middle of the night. We're dancing around the kitchen in the refrigerator light. It's, it's so good. good. It's like, I don't, that one just like, I don't know why. It just, it hits. Mm-hmm. It does. Because of those details. And it's like, I didn't experience that. But yes, here I am. I'm dancing You're around the kitchen it. in yeah. the refrigerator mm-hmm. light. And it's beeping at me because it's been open too long. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw reality in there somewhere. Exactly. Well, uh, the one I wrote down was. No, this is crazy, guys. No. Okay. Uh, I did write down, you called me up again just to break me like a promise, so casually cruel in the name of being honest. I mean, that might be the best Taylor uh, line ever. in her it's, entire discography, yeah. but yeah. the way she sings it, it's like she's hysterical. Yes. Like, uh, it's like the emotions building up, yes. and it's just her voice is breaking down, and I mean, the delivery. Yeah, she just the delivery. explodes and the line itself. with the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little brief aside. Can we talk about plaid shirt days? Plaid shirt days. Plaid shirt days. Just I like mean, that is just so not he Ugh. wore a plaid shirt. No. Or I wore his plaid shirt. Well, yeah. She tells an entire story in like however many words that yeah. is. Yeah. Like, the whole line. Yeah. The whole like she's describing this thing of like being so absorbed into his personality that she loses yes. herself. Yes. Yes. By yep. just saying Which that. Which is what happens when you're yes. 20 dating and 29. And completely yeah. enthralled with. Not always. Your yeah. significant other. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So that was your favorite? That is my the favorite. I mean, I, I can't. I can't. Can you pick uh, a runner up so we can talk about it a bunch more? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, the refrigerator light is also one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but I, I also do love, but maybe this thing was a masterpiece till you tore it mm-hmm. all up. I mean, that's. The whole, the whole bridge. Mm-hmm. Yes. The also, whole bridge. Also, like, the way, like she, the way she sings, like, till you tore it all up also is, like, a little bit country. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it, but it's like, yeah. I don't know. There's yeah i loved it too i love it i love it i don't know if this is controversial but i love it uh this is kind (laughs) of weird but i love it i just wanted you all to appreciate i know our listeners can't see it but i have embedded a picture of (laughs) (laughs) um being a little kid with glasses and i assume sleeping in a twin size bed but right is that the picture that he posted on instagram uh like a couple years ago and then swifties like commented bombed it yeah yeah (laughs) or Um, twitter or something another quick little psa stop bullying jake (laughs) um at swifties everywhere (laughs) so real quick before we get into the tropes also yeah i agree with Kristen. so your sweet disposition obviously Mm -hmm. reference to the song so lost in translation is a reference to the movie for sure you think maybe i mean it just i mean i guess it's a common phrase but i don't know yeah, it seems I like know. I never had actually seems really like a movie that, that like Jake would like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's kind of like cool, and it is in. Someone put it in the gen- genius annotations, mm. and I didn't get it from that. I just thought of the yeah. movie the whole time. So, Quick yeah. thought, good old sweet disposition. Going back to plaid shirts, it just entered my brain. <laughs> I don't want to backtrack, but can we talk about no. the line that's like "time won't fly"? It's like I'm paralyzed by it. <gasps> I'd like to be okay, my that's own also an self amazing again, one. but I'm still trying to find <sighs> it. You again? Wh- yeah, I just that line's great. Yeah. <laughs> you carry it's the so weight good. of it, 
a breakup. You carry that for years. It is literally like time has stopped and you're paralyzed. And I feel like for a long time she did. She did kind of carry that until she reached closure with the Taylor's version. Yeah. And again, just, again, just that's goes along with the, like you said, the pleasure. It's like, she completely lost herself. That's that she forgot who he was. Yeah. That's awesome. And that, sorry, Kristen. Oh, I was just going to say this song, the song structure is so different from anything else she's done. She doesn't repeat anything. Like the chorus is Mm -hmm. different each time. And then at the very end, when she says each one again, wind in my hair, you were there down the stairs. You were there. It was rare. I was there. But it's even like, then, when she's repeating it, I just feel like she's sitting there in that emotion, and she's just not like rocking back and forth, but almost rocking back and forth, <laughs> yeah. I mean, feeling it yes. like I was there, I was there, I know, I know what happened. And does anyone else picture like at this point in the song when she does the wind in my hair? Are you picturing like a highlight reel of the movie you just watched yeah, in your head absolutely. from listening yes. to the song? And it's like you're flashing back to the wind yep, in the hair, absolutely. and then the down the yep. stairs, and then the which it's perfect that she <sighs> did that in the. Short yes. film too. So anyway, yes, not to get exactly. That, well, but- the thing is, somehow the short film was what we are all picturing in our exactly. minds. Exactly, our collective yes. in mind's my mind's eye or whatever. And Dylan yeah. Ryan um, did so well, honestly, at <sighs> depicting the he. Although he looked like way more of a bad boy than I feel like true. But the his his manipulation, like his words and his his anger. Ah, uh, oh my goodness! Well, mm-hmm. I experienced that. That is a real thing. That hit me. That hit me in the gut. Also, I like how, you know, when they announced the cast and then, you know, it came out, um, I saw these headlines about like the age difference is so gross between Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink. Like, that's not appropriate. Like, hello. <clears throat> uh, that's the yeah, point. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you should take a look at Hollywood and, and all those inappropriate relationships. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And wasn't the whole, the, like, um, the whole thing about why it ended was he was worried about media limelight and like not wanting his personal life to be, or his, like he wanted yes. privacy. Okay. I'm sorry. You're an actor. You gave up yeah. privacy a long time ago and she straight yeah. up addresses. There's more, there's just way more to it than that. There's always more to it than that. It is not just yeah. you, you wanted privacy. Well, you know, if, if they'd been closer in age, maybe it would have yeah. been fine. Hmm. 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 All right. We don't have time to get into the ten minutes. Okay. 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 Sorry. My bad. Let's. Uh, is it? That's okay. Should I'm, we do the tropes? Are you Are you ready? Do you need? No. You need I need like tea? a big glass of water. Okay. So, guys, I went through this line by line, and almost every line was a Swifty trope. So, just me rubbing my hands together. Okay. So this is my famous X, the song. Also, remembering things, the song. Also, personal items left at X's house, the song. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got doors, family members, but in this case, it's the X's family members, which I think is a double trope somehow. Um, clothing, <laughs> scarves, and plaid shirts. Mm-hmm. Sweet disposition by the temper trap lyrics. <laughs> wide-eyed optimism that is clearly symbolized by her wide-eyed gaze. Um, traffic lights, seasons, and autumn is double points, plus the leaves make it triple points. <laughs> Um, magic or lack thereof Um, pretending to be okay small towns which for some reason that line the little town street it gives me the notebook vibes i can see that that. in the notebook where they're like laying laying in the road road. (laughs) yes which uh it's definitely not referring to that but i see it i like it mind's eye whatever so i'm gonna give that extra point um looking at photos 
guy's features. Um, not sure if the glasses that he wore as a kid count. Uh, say, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, thinking you're going to be with this guy forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, losing all hope in a relationship. Trying to forget something. Memories. I've lost my place. Oh, no. Here we go. Memories so specific that it feels like she's implanting them into her entire fan base's minds. <laughs> Yep. That is uh, the refrigerator light there. Um, Dancing, film reference, innocence, Mm self-blame, idealizing this whole relationship. Girl, Mm. was this thing a masterpiece? Was it? Was it? (laughs) Come Mm -hmm. on. (laughs) Um, Belittling the guy, running scared. We talked about that. Um, It's kind of a sub-trope, but my love was too much for you to deal with, so you left. (laughs) Um, Phone calls, the healing power of time, but it's taken its time. Spicy lyrics. Mm-hmm. You will never be able to forget me. Seriously, I loved you. Also, Kristen, I think you missed it. Did you mention <sighs> the reckless driving? I think you missed that one. Oh, did I miss it? You, you wrote missed, it down, I but I think you line. missed the line. Okay, yeah. yeah. So there's reckless. It's driving, but it's possibly reckless. Um, they're getting lost, and he almost runs mm-hmm. a red light because he can't keep his wild eyes on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, what What song is this? This isn't vehicular oh, manslaughter. Man. Um <laughs> Man, that was... I'm out of breath. A a well, while you catch it. your breath... Does anyone we- need a nap after that? <laughs> I need a drink good, after that. But, you know, I'm reinvigorated, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so the secret message, maple mm-hmm. latte, ties into the Taylor because um, it was actually a headline on People Magazine in November 2010. Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal share Thanksgiving maple lattes. So, I mean, that was kind of a, a feature of their relationship is coffee mm-hmm. dates. Yeah, particular maple lattes. So. Why does that sound so good? They're right only now. available. Oh, I, know. I know they're Gosh. only available like one month out of the year or something. Yeah, from Starbucks. Here we are in what April? I can't get a maple latte. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> maple wait, latte. To wait six full months. Make it year round, you cowards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so should we rate this song? <sighs> yeah. All right. Who goes first? <laughs> How do you even rate this song? I Brittany, know. What would you rate this song out of 10? A 10. 10. Okay. 10 out of 10 for me. All right. Kristen? So the song itself, the lyrics, everything about that is like an 11 out of 10. Okay. But the music takes off a few points for me, just like Oof. the blandness. I want to okay. give it like a 9.9. Man, but, but I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. And it, it's it is a ten out of ten. You're song allowed. Itself. You're allowed. I mean, save that ten out of ten, girl. I mean, I know you used one. Or I did two, use it on Dear John. Yeah. <laughs> not that we only. Not that we have a limited amount of ten out of no. ten. Like no. But you want to use them when it counts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I could listen to her play this acoustic all day, mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I gave it a 15 out of 10. <laughs> well, I didn't <laughs> that know okay. that was an option. I also would have given it a 15 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But that's how I just wanted to be different it. over yeah. here. It's not allowed. Yeah. yeah. It's so... Oh, it's yeah. So I good. mean, this is my... It's. I know it's like become a fan favorite or it was a fan favorite. Um, it still is. Yeah. I mean, like I... Yeah. It's. It still is. And it's just... It's crazy that it is because like you said, it's not structured... Like a normal pop song, it's not a single. And when she released it, she didn't think anyone would pay any attention to it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, it wasn't a single. It was just a deep cut on the album, and she didn't and think took off. she thought it would be too personal, and no one would relate to it. But she was little wrong. did she know. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect that it's become kind of the symbol of yeah, Taylor Swift. And anyway, 
How Swifty is, is Swiftiness? <laughs> I mean, it's like the swiftiest of all so far. I think it's definitely a 10 out of 10. It's I like an 11 out yeah, of 10. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 10, 10 crumpled up pieces of paper. I mean, 10 scarves is obvious, but 10 you know. scarves. Yeah, but that's like 10 autumn leaves falling down like pieces into place. 10 refrigerator How did lights. How we not I talk mean, about that line? Oh, I mean, yeah. I there's just so too many, many lines. There's oh, so many. Piece, like pieces into place. Like You're pieces right. into place. Oh. All right, let's let's start over. All right, so background. <laughs> anyway, um, just go, so Brittany. <laughs> Tell us about Taylor Swift. Who is that? Oh. oh, okay. So another thing I thought of with, especially like the bridge where she's like, um, maybe I asked for too much. Blah blah blah. Um, it reminds me of you know the one scene of Andy from The Office where he's like, "Sorry, I annoyed you with my friendship." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that. I annoyed you with my love. <laughs> Sorry, I annoyed, I annoyed you with you my with affection. My friendship. <laughs> That's great. Man, uh, I think we did it, guys. I mean, is there anything else you want to add? Final thoughts? I mean, I could talk about this all day. I know. There's just too much to unpack. Yeah. There's too much. It's all wonderful. Did you have fun, Brittany? I had a great time. This was great. <laughs> I loved it. I felt I felt special, important. You are you special, are and, important. special oh, and important. You is special. You is kind. You is important. You is important. <laughs> well, okay. I'm so glad you came, Brittany. Yes. Yes. Thanks Thank for you being so much. here. Awesome. Awesome. I hope I didn't bring it down with too many serious things. Okay. No, I no, loved it. I think you Again, kept us grounded because we get silly. I love silly, Yeah, and though. it's nice having someone who can like relate to going through the stuff when as the song's coming yes, out and stuff. I love yeah. We don't always have that. So, Well, it's been anyway. great. It's been fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. Listeners, tell us on our Instagram what you thought of having a special guest. <laughs> Email us, if not. At well, least send us your opinions, and we could read them off. Or questions? Yes. Have any questions? Questions, comments, concerns, hot takes, <laughs> bad takes, theories, garbage theories. Um, <laughs> we won't make fun of you. Okay, we will. Um, well, we will. <laughs> listen next time. Uh, where we'll be talking about the songs 22, and I almost do, but 22 will be on our 22nd episode, so. Mind blown. I can't believe how that math worked That's out. That's awesome. I'm screaming. And well, would you say? Oh, Swifties out? Swifties out. <laughs> Why? Okay, remember last... Yeah, last November when Taylor's version came out and Starbucks did like a signature drink and it was some salted caramel mm-hmm. garbage. Mm-hmm. Why was it not a maple Why latte? Why was it not yeah. a maple latte? Because Starbucks doesn't know. Mm. They're not Swifties. They really missed out. <sighs> what a missed opportunity. They're supposed to appeal to a demographic. They should know, know. what the people want. Um, call up the research team. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>